Hi guys, welcome back to Typically Peachy and welcome to episode 40. Can you believe it? 4-0? We've made it that long together. That is astonishing. I have loved every single second. I hope that you guys have too. Let's get right into what's new because we have some things to talk about. We just came off of Memorial Day weekend, a long weekend going into a shorter week. We love that. But I have to say this past weekend was pretty stressful for me, you guys. I had to work. There were so many moving pieces. I had to make sure that everything was running smoothly, which honestly is kind of a bummer because you look forward to these long weekends and you just want to relax and decompress. And sometimes that doesn't always happen. I'll talk more about that. But what I did end up doing is going to my boyfriend's cabin. That was super fun. So although I did not have a completely stress-free weekend, it was still very nice to be out in the sun on the boat, kick off summer the right way while still being a functioning adult because you know what adults don't really get to take breaks all the time that is the harsh reality of the world that's really all that's new with me i will talk a little bit more about the perspective that i have come out of this weekend having now that'll come in need to know basis but before we get to that let's get right into what's hot the first thing on the list the friends reunion special it's on hbo max it came out last week a lot of people are talking about it and i want to tell you guys my thoughts I have to say, I'm not even a mega Friends fan. I do like it, but I know that so many people out there are huge, huge fans. I've seen the majority of the episodes, and I have actually been to the lot where they filmed, where they have all the props and the coffee shops, all the sets, so I know enough to appreciate the show and what they did here with the reunion. First and foremost, I love how it wasn't a revamp, but instead a reunion. I really dislike when they try to revive something that was already so wonderful in its original state. I just feel like it ruins it. I also really loved how they did it with an audience and James Corden hosting them. I felt like it was more of a documentary style, which I feel like worked so well for this. It was cool how in the beginning James Corden read off the stats of the show, how big and wide this show has spread. I also love that the creators, the executive producers, they were all there. They all spoke in interview style. Also, one of them said the one-sentence pitch line for the show, which was, that time in your life when friends are your family, which I relate to this so much because my friends truly are my family. That one sentence, you guys, it made me want to watch the series all over again. It was just all so nostalgic, and it even made me feel emotional. And like I said, I wasn't even a diehard fan. It's just really beautiful to see how a show that impacted so many people also have such an impact on the stars of the show. It really makes you fall in love with the process of TV. Between the flashbacks, the current day walkthroughs of the set, going down memory lane, bringing in past guest stars, discussing the casting process, audience reactions to the show, to the interview, it was all just done so well in my opinion. I really hope that future staple shows like this do something similar instead of a revival. A plus 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 for the Friends reunion. Definitely check it out if you haven't already. Again, on HBO Max. Next up for what's hot, in the same vein of television content that's coming to you, what is streaming in June? We are now in a new month, which means new content for all. Here's a list that I got from CNN. In the Heights on HBO Max. I'm really excited for this one. Wolfgang on Disney+. Plus. Miss Fisher's Modern Murder Mystery Season 2 on Acorn TV. Bosch Season 7 on Amazon Prime. I don't personally watch it, but I know a lot of people really like that show. 
The Ice Road on Netflix, Black Summer Season 2 on Netflix, Sophie, A Murder in the West Cork on Netflix. I will not be watching that. No, thank you. I do not need another thing to scare me. Dom on Amazon Prime, The Outside Story on Hulu, Flack Season 2 on Amazon Prime, Generation on HBO Max, September Mornings on Amazon Prime, Borat Supplemental Reportings Retrieved from Floor of Stable Containing Editing Machine on Amazon Prime, False Positive on Hulu, Too Hot to Handle Season 2 on Netflix. Very excited for this one. You guys, I can't apologize for my love of trashy reality shows. It's just something that brings me joy. Love Victor Season 2 on Hulu, Tres on Netflix, Alive on Hulu, The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It on HBO Max. Another one, so scary. No thank you. Awake on Netflix. The Little Things, HBO Max. Love Jones, Netflix. The Summer Doll Murder, Season 2, Acorn TV. Rhyme Time Town, Season 2, Netflix. I think that's for the kids, but those animations look really cute. The Big Chill, Hulu. Wonder Boy, Netflix. Love featuring Marriage and Divorce Season 2 on Netflix. The Family Man Season 2, Amazon Prime. Trolls, Trolltopia Season 3, Hulu. Michael Smirkinish, Things I Wish I Knew Before I Started Talking, Hulu. Bratz, The Movie, Hulu. Definitely going to watch that. You guys can really get a sense of my taste in movies when I read through these things and I comment on the ones that I do. But yeah, I'm excited for the Bratz movie. LFG, HBO Max. This one is about the U.S. women's national soccer team. 100% will be watching this. 100% I'm going to love it. I already know. And the last one on this list, The Big Lebowski on Netflix. Again, I got all of these from CNN.com. If you want to know what any of these are about, they have a little blurb about them. Also, you can just look them up yourself. Or if it's a show that you have already watched and you just heard that it is returning... I'm so happy for you. That is the best news ever when a show that you love is coming back. That's what's hot for streaming in June. I hope there's something for you there. That's it for what's hot. Let's get right into what's good because I have some more content to talk to you guys about, specifically a TV show that I've been so excited to share. It is called For All Mankind. It is on Apple Plus, and here's the summary. In an alternative universe of 1969, the Soviet Union beats the United States to the moon, and the space race continues on for decades with still grander challenges and goals. It stars Sarah Jones, Chantel Van Satan, Joel Kinnaman, Jody Belfer, Michael Dorman, Ren Schmidt, Sonia Welger, and Chris Marshall. It currently has two seasons. I'm watching it with my parents. We have one episode left to watch. I'm obsessed with this show. You guys already know I love space. I love so many things about it. So the fact that this takes place in space and the fact that it follows all of these astronauts and their journeys and not only their journey at home, but their journey in space, their journey with their relationships and their families and all of it. This is such a show for me. I hope that it's a show for you guys too. I honestly feel like it's a show that so many people would like. If you like drama, it has drama. If you like history, it has almost a reverse history, which is so unique to a show. I've never seen anything like this before. 
If you like space, obviously this is for you. If you like challenging dynamics within families, also combining that with working and having a profession that takes up literally your entire life, it has it all. It's so interesting. Each character is so dynamic. I love it. I cannot recommend it enough. Seriously, you guys, out of all of the shows that I've recommended so far, this one is probably my number one right now, which is saying a lot because I watch a lot of TV. So take it from me. Just try it out. It's so good. Again, it's called For All Mankind and it's on Apple+. Plus. Next up for what's good is something that is going to boost your mood, guaranteed. Maybe not guaranteed, but you know, I really do feel like sometimes it helps me when I turn this on. And this is my happy light. Okay, guys, my brother got me a happy light. I don't know how many years ago now, but it was such a perfect gift for so many reasons. One, lights are such a fun thing to give to people and to get. I don't really know what it is, but something that you can use as a decoration in your room and it also functions as something to give you actual light is just really nice and it's also something that you wouldn't really think to buy for yourself. But guys, this happy light is literally supposed to make you happier. I don't know if it scientifically works or anything like that, but I really do believe that if you have things in your life that when you look at them or you turn them on and you smile, that's evidence enough for me. So for me, my happy light works. I've also seen a lot of these sunrise lamps, which seems like a really nice thing. Like you wake up with them, like you're waking up with the sun. I don't know. But anyways, a happy light. You can get them on Amazon. You can get them at Best Buy. Just look up happy light. Find one that matches your aesthetic. Find one that you think is cute and that brings you joy and makes you happy. Next up in that same vein of light products is an industrial lamp. Okay, I had an industrial looking floor lamp in my last apartment and it was so cute. There's something so unique about that style, having it look a little bit more rugged and industrial, and then having the other things in your apartment look a little bit more posh. I don't know. I just love that combination together. I got mine from Ikea, but I found one that looks almost identical from West Elm and then also one on Amazon. Both the ones that I found were under $40, which is crazy because floor lamps can be so pricey sometimes. I think even mine was more expensive than that. And it was from Ikea, which is supposed to be cheap. So if you guys want to check it out on West Elm, the one that I found is called Build Your Own Sculpture Glass Floor Lamp. And if you want to check out something similar on Amazon, you can type in On Each Industrial 64-Inch LED Floor Lamp. Both of these are exactly what I'm talking about. I love mine so much. I cannot wait to put it back in my next apartment. I feel like you need one too, so we can be matching. Next up for what's good... This may be a little bit niche, and maybe you won't even need this in your life. Maybe you've never even thought about this. But you know, I feel like we all have a gamer or two in our life that would really love this as a gift, which is exactly what I did. I bought this for my boyfriend. It is a gaming headset. The one that I'm talking about is a Corsair Virtuoso RGB wireless gaming headset. Okay, you guys might be thinking, Emma, why would we need this? Why would anyone ever need this? This is big for gamers, you guys. Apparently, it is cool to have the logo that lights up in different colors. The speaker lights up on it. I'm not a gamer, and this headset impressed me. And I feel like you could even use it if you're not a gamer. I've seen a lot of people, especially some of my coworkers, using gaming headsets over Zoom. 
even though they're not gaming, you know, they're just like using them to have better audio and better sound. So I feel like more people could use this. And this is a really great one if you happen to be in the market for one ever in your life. I bought this off of Amazon. It's a really nice gift. And again, a useful one. We love a useful gift, you guys. Rounding out our What's Good section, I have some songs for you guys that are going to lead us perfectly into need-to-know basis. First up, Bright by Echo Smith. Next, All We Ever Knew by The Head and the Heart. Blinding Lights by The Weeknd, but the Major Laser Remix. And Brighter Days by Sagala, Paul Janway of St. Paul, and The Broken Bones. All of these have been added to Typically Peachy, What's Good on Spotify. Check it out. These are all great songs. All very different, but in the same light and bright theme, which brings us right into Need to Know Basis, which you guys, the advice of the week is something that I wholeheartedly needed to tell myself, especially having the past weekend that I did, where I had to work, where there were times that I felt very stressed, very overwhelmed, almost upset about the fact that I had to do as much as I did. But then I remembered, Emma look on the bright side. Now in a vacuum, all the work that I had to do this week, all of the effort that I had to put in, it really does suck, right? It's over Memorial Day weekend. You just want to relax. You want to spend time with people, especially when everyone around you is enjoying their time, not worrying about anything. Yeah, it's not fun to work over the weekend ever if you work a regular nine to five during the week. It's just not. But then I had to snap back for a second and think about the past jobs that I've had. Even though my problems with those jobs were not the same as my problems now, they were for sure bigger problems before. What I'm trying to say is I am currently on the brighter side, but it is really, really hard to remember that in the moment. Sometimes when you're in the present, you forget about the perspective you have from the past. I think first off, when something is going on that we're not crazy about, we just need to think, okay, but could it be worse? Has it been worse? That doesn't mean that you need to disregard the fact that you don't like everything about the current situation, but remembering those past experiences helps to see the situation in a better light than you did before. I know that that is so true for me. And then try to remember what you don't like about your current situation because that gives you even more perspective for the next and the next time. My next tip here is to think about all of the positives, even in the situation that you hate. There are hopefully positive things that can be learned from less than ideal experiences, whether that be understanding your own personal strengths or the reliability of others. For me, I feel like I now know more who I can rely on in my workplace. That is 100% for sure. I also now know how I'm going to feel in these situations. That if things need to get done work-wise, I'm not going to be able to fully relax until they're done. That might sound like a stressful thing to know, but it's actually something that's really useful for me. Because now I know that if there is a weekend that I truly want to decompress, I can request that time off ahead of time. If there's moments that I really, really need just time for myself. I gotta say, personal experience, I'm sure you guys all know this too, looking on the bright side is not always easy. But I find for me at least that if I'm able to, it can really de-stress me to find good elements of what's happening in front of me. I sincerely hope that that's the case for you guys too. And remember that if you're able to find the bright side in less than perfect situations, 
Imagine how great you'll feel in the more than perfect situations that are in front of you. Brighter days than yesterday, brighter days today, brighter days ahead. Thank you guys for listening to today's episode. If you guys have been here from the start, we have been together for 40 episodes. That is wild. Thank you so much for sticking with me. And if you're new here, we are only getting started. So what a perfect time to join this little community of ours. I hope you guys have a great rest of your week. Say something nice to a stranger. Aim for daily brighter days. And don't forget to stay peachy, my friends. (laughs) 